0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord because the
1: Lord is my shield. Because the Lord is my deliverer. Because the Lord is my provider. Because the Lord is the Lord God Almighty.
0: He's never lost a battle before. He'll never lose one. Hallelujah. And as we are declared Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord my God forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. May that be your portion. Amen. Hallelujah. May you experience the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Hallelujah. Amen. May your life be full of the goodness of God. Amen. The mercy of God that you will not be afraid. And you dare the devil and tell him, hey, look at me now. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear not evil. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. For the Lord is with me. The Lord is with me. His staff and his road, they comfort me. When they expected that I will have no comfort, he comforts me. And he decides to prepare a table, a table, a table, before me. Starter is there, meal is there, dessert is there, juice is there, including coffee at the end. And say, look at me, my enemies. This is the table. He prepares the table before me, in the presence of my enemies. And he doesn't only do that. He begins to anoint my head with oil. That every burden is broken. Amen. That every yoke is broken. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And then the cloud begins to run off. Amen. Go ahead. Amen. 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 It's one. Today I want us to look at how we do not to finish. The power of prayer and faith. The power of prayer Amen. and faith. And faith. You can say the authority of prayer and faith. Because sometimes when you just say power, power, power you don't know what it means. But the authority of prayer and faith. As, as, as you go through the book of Acts you're going to discover one secret that the early church Hard, and that made the early church to have such great impact, they had one secret, and you as a child of God needs to develop that one secret. Hallelujah. If you desire to live a life of impact, if you want to leave a mark, if you want to live a legacy, you need to make sure that this one secret is there in your life. They learned how to pray. And they were not praying like gentlemen. Here in Malawi we don't pray. We gentlemen too much prayer. The Bible says the violent take it by force. Hallelujah. Anybody who is violent don't come and say They learned how to pray. When when the kings and the priests were calling them and begin to tell them stop, mentioning sure in the name of the Lord. You know what they had? They had boldness and they had courage. And they would say you choose who you should follow. But for us, we are not. And the Bible says they would go back and begin to pray. To the point that way they were praying, there would be an earthquake. That kind of prayer, I believe it was not. Lord, Amen. Hallelujah. I don't believe. They they sounded and said, Lord, hear their threats now. Hear. He took Peter, he took James, and he took John with him. And he became deeply troubled and distressed. When you are deeply troubled, do you know what you have to do? Pray. When you are distressed, do you know what you have to do? Pray. When you are betrayed, do you know what you need to do? Pray. Hallelujah. He told them, my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death when your soul is clenched with grief to the point of death, do you know what you need to do? Pray. Pray. So he said, stay here and keep watching me. He went on a little further and fell to the ground. Brothers and sisters, kneeling down in prayer is not a show-off. Sometimes, moments require that you just fall on the ground and say, Lord, I'm not living here and I'm not waking up until you visit. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, he fell on the ground, to the ground, he prayed. And I want you to hear the prayer. And he prayed, and says, if it were possible, the awful hour awaiting him might pass him by. Our Father, he cried out, And they are not saying that he whispered. They are not saying he whispered. They say he cried. Have you cried before? I know there is crying wherever you go. (laughs) (laughs) And people only see tears. But this one he knew. The awful hour was coming. And the Bible says he cried to God. He cried to God and he said, Abba Father. Everything is possible for you. Please take this cup of suffering away from you. I don't believe that. that prayer he prayed quietly. He must have shouted. The Bible says he cried. And then later on he says, Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Then he returned and found the disciples asleep. He said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? There are people who tell you, we are praying with you. The moment they they say we are praying with you, they are sleeping. The moment they say we are fasting with you, they are having starter, menu, desserts, and they even go for coffee. And you are saying they are praying for you. Hallelujah. You need to learn to pray. You need to saturate your life with prayer. And Jesus was disappointed. If you think you'll never be disappointed in life, you will be disappointed in life. You will be discouraged in life. And the thing that will take you through the disappointment and the discouragement is called prayer. Prayer. And there's nothing else I can teach you about prayer apart from you praying. Amen? Apart from you standing up and say, I will pray. I'm standing up to pray. And he told Peter, John, and James. And, and, and I want you to hear the disappointment of the Lord. He says, Couldn't you watch with me even one hour? Peter, Zohon, you couldn't even watch with me and pray with me for 60 minutes, 60 minutes Peter and then he says keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation. In life you are going to face temptations of all sorts. Hallelujah. Amen. You will face temptations of all sorts you face temptations that will make you want to disobey God. And the Bible says, you need to do one thing. Keep watch and pray. Keep watch and pray. Keep watch and pray. And he tells them, says, for the spirit is willing but the body is weak. For the spirit is willing but the body is weak. And the other day, Peter. Is arrested by Herod. Just like his master was arrested. And I'm, and I'm not saying by any way that you're about to be arrested. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but he is, he's also arrested. And he's about to be executed the following day. But in the book of Acts, chapter 12, verse 5, the Bible tells us that constant prayer was offered for him by the church. It's, it's like one of us is in great need. He's going through hard times in life. And we as KICC, all of us as KICC, we only have one prayer petition. And we come here, or we meet in somebody's house, and we say, Lord, we have come as a church. And today, Lord, our prayer is only one. So and so is our prayer point. And we are, God, we are praying that you deliver him. Lord, we are praying that you visit him. Lord, we are praying that you do a miracle. Lord, we are praying that you do the unimaginable in his life or her life. Lord, we are here to stand in the gap, A church. Not one individual, the church. The Bible says the church was offering constant prayer for him. And you know what God? God performed a miracle. God performed a what? A miracle. That even Peter himself could not comprehend that what was happening was real. Because the Bible tells us, let's go there. Acts chapter 12. Acts chapter 12. The power of prayer and faith. Amen. So, the Bible says, in Acts chapter 12, and verse one. Peter was there for kept in prison. This is after Herod the king has killed James, the brother of John, with a sword. And remember, these are the guys that Jesus took to pray in Mark chapter fourteen. So James is killed with a sword, and the Jews and everyone else is really excited. And Herod thinks I should kill Peter next, so they arrest him. Verse two 5. Peter was there for kept in prison. But constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. Somebody say constant prayer. Constant, constant prayer. prayer. Constant, prayer. constant <laughs> prayer is like water dripping Osasia. It's then. non stop. By the church. And when Herod was about to bring him out, that night Peter was sleeping. Bound with two chains between two soldiers and the guards before the door were keeping the prison. Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him and a light shone in the prison. And he struck Peter on the silence and raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. Then the angel said to him, Give yourself and tie on your sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, Put on your garment and follow me. So he went out and followed him, and he did not know that what was done by the angel was real, hallelujah, but thought he was seeing a vision. There are some things that happen in your life, you think I'm seeing a vision. Wait, it's real. Hallelujah. When they went past, when, when they went past the first and second guard posts, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city, which opened to them of its own accord. And they went out and went down one street. And immediately the angel departed from him. And when Peter had come to himself, meaning he had come to his senses, meaning that he said, ah, ah, it's not a vision. This issue is real. When he had come to that point, the Bible says, he said, Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the Jewish people. So when he had considered this, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose son was Mark. Where many were gathered together praying. Many, not two, Many were gathered together praying. And as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a girl named Rhoda came to answer. When she recognized Peter's voice, because of her gladness, she did not open the gate. But ran in and announced that Peter stood before the gate. But they said to her, "You are beside yourself." Yet she kept insisting that it was so. So they said, "It isn't Now Peter continued knocking, and when they opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. They were amazed. They were surprised. They couldn't believe it. But motioning to them with his hand to keep silent, he declared to them. How the Lord had brought him out of prison. And he said, God, tell these things to James and to the brethren. And he departed and went to another place. Hallelujah. That Peter himself couldn't believe. There's some kind of things that when God do them in your life, it has to take you to come to your senses. Amen? Amen. Only after the angel. That's when he knows this thing is real. He discovers his mother's vision. And the Bible tells us the early church pray together. I want to submit to you this morning that there is something about corporate prayer that God honors. There is something. If we come together and say pray. On Saturdays when you say we meet for prayer. And you say I am going for prayer. And you know what? It's only from 7 o'clock in the morning. To 8 o'clock in the morning. After 8 o'clock, you go home. And do what you have to do. But I want you to know. If we can just come to that point. Whereby there is corporate prayer. You'll be amazed on God. I'll show you some more scriptures. Jesus Christ said it to the church. In Matthew chapter 18 verse 18 to 20. He says, I tell you the truth. And you know what? The truth is the truth. It's as like he's saying, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. I'm telling you the truth. I'm not lying. Since I'm telling you the truth, whatever you forbid, this is now NLT again. What is to forbid? To forbid is to ban. To forbid is to stop. To forbid is to outlaw. To forbid is to prohibit. So the Bible says, whatever you prohibit, whatever you ban, whatever you stop, whatever you outlaw on earth, it will be banned, it will be outlawed, it will be stopped, it will be prohibited in heaven. And he says, and whatever you permit, you know what permitting is? It is to authorize and give a license for something to happen. When you went for driving tests. And they took you on the road. And afterward you went there. And they gave you a small piece of paper. That permits you. That allows you. That gives you the right. To drive on the road. That when somebody of us in a white cap. Lift up their hand like this. And you stop and they say. Can we see the license? That is the permission. I told the Bible says, if you, knew your life you can operate like what traffic.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hallelujah. So he says, Whatever you permit, you authorize and give a license on earth, it will be permitted in heaven. And then he says, I also tell you this if two, how many? Two of you agree. What is agreeing? Agreeing is reaching a decision. Come into an agreement and give an approval. So it says, if two of you just come together, reach a decision, come to an agreement, and give an approval here on earth concerning anything. What is anything? Anything is whatever. Whatever. Whatever, whatever, whatever you agree on. It says you ask, My Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three gather together as my followers i am there among them. I have said to people for a long time, I think the only place, I will say the only place for now, forgive me. I think the only place where this, what we just read, can work wonders and miracles is in marriage between husband and wife. Because the Bible says two all three. The three can be your children, but you can lead them out. And say, honey, you and I, we agree. We have reached a decision. We have come to an agreement and we are giving approval. That this should happen. We are giving authorization and analysis. That this should happen. The Bible says it will be done for you. And no one that we we don't agree most of the times. Because the devil takes advantage of us. There are so many things we needed to outlaw. Ban. Prohibit. Stop. That they're still having room in our lives today. Hallelujah. If Jesus saturated his life with prayer. And the early church established itself in prayer. Then prayer should be made in every church. Hallelujah. We need to become a people of prayer. We need to just become a people of prayer. And I've already told you, there's nothing I can teach you about prayer apart from you what? Pray. Praying. That's all. up with I'm fed up with this. I'm fed up with I'm fed up. I have a brother in the Lord, a dear brother in the Lord. He says we were together in college. He says you people used to think I was intelligent and I was doing chemistry. It says you think I was intelligent. But I was struggling in class but I reached a pact with God. That every time we are getting close to exams The Lord should just tell me which parts I have to study. And he says, he would pray and say, Lord, I'm not leaving this place until you disclose to me the areas where the lecturer is going to ask. And you know, from year one to year four at Chancellor College, the Lord was faithful enough to tell him exactly where the exams were going to come from and he graduated. I hid it from his own mouth. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. What a frame we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. There are a lot of burdens we carry on to this day because we have refused to pray. There are a lot of yokes around our neck. Some of us are still in a prison of some sort, prison of bitterness, prison of unforgiveness prison of something else because we have refused to pray, hallelujah. Everything we do ought to be saturated with prayer. Prayer needs to be the engine of everything we do. You know engine right? All these cars you have seen here come this morning and those of you who went or who were on a minibus this morning for that minibus to move it has got a thing called engine Engine. So prayer needs to become the engine. That that for everything, of everything we do, it means your life should run on the engine of? Prayer. prayer. Your marriage should run on the engine of? Prayer. Your family should run on the engine of? Prayer. Your parenting should run on the engine of prayer. I was talking with a sister. The other day. When the son comes back home, And he says, Mommy, is it possible for somebody to have two dads? So the mother says, No. It's impossible. She says, Mommy, you're not understanding. (laughs) I'm saying, Is it possible that a child can be living in a house and has two dads? In the house, two dads. So, lo and behold. The mother discovered that this boy was actually asking that his friend was telling him that his friend in school. He has got two dads at home in Malawi in Zimbabwe. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So the mother did said, "Hey, God forbid, I'll grow I stop. I ban. You have no license." Hallelujah. Amen. Because she knew that the son, you know, our children have got innocent minds. Yeah. And we need to be able to say, my child, mine, mine, mm-hmm. I outlaw any of this wahala, any of this stuff I outlaw. There will no one thing and one thing only, God. Mm-hmm. You need to pray like Hosea. When he prayed, and said, Lord, I am planting thorns on the left and on the right. This child will walk only on one single lane the way life is. We enter, we exit, so we will walk on that lane. Even if they are enticed, even if they are tempted, even if they feel like going to be To go to a disco, they want to go somewhere else. Something just happens, mm-hmm. and maybe all of a sudden, I I your prayer, go, Hallelujah. Because you have not ever be everywhere with your children. You know there are people out there who teach children witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. The first October is coming. Very, very soon your children will be coming. Mommy, what is Halloween? What is Halloween? Daddy, what is Halloween? You need to pray and say, Lord, I've closed my eyes. I've closed her eyes and his eyes and if she's not seeing hello, hello, hello. You now, hello. You need to pray. You have to do your parenting. Your parenting has to be saturated in prayer because you know what? I have seen you can do this to your children. Could sin a to you twist the, the ear and the kid is mommy, <laughs> and they do it again. Mm-hmm. It happened in our life. Our firstborn gave us tough time. And I used to weep. And mm-hmm. it's not good. <laughs> and I was saying, the Bible. I, I, I don't have <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> the Bible says, Spare not a rod. So I used to weep. And because I used to weep, I overdid it. I ended up overdoing it. To the point that the child, every time he does anything else, and he thought, what have you just done again? Daddy, weep. Weep. <laughs> and one day I took a weep and I weeped. And the boy was not correct. saw so anger in my eyes. Then the boy cried. And he says, Daddy, you hate me like this? Very young boy. You hate me like this? And on that day, I told my wife, I said, honey, from today, I'll never weep again this boy. I've left him in the hands of God. <laughs> and the only thing I didn't do was pray. And the Lord saw him. There is nothing impossible with God. Hallelujah. Your business needs to be saturated with prayer. There are people who do things in the world. Your career, your career. Do you know who is going to get redundant tomorrow at your workplace? And you are there, you just wake up. Every day, cassava. Cassava in the morning. Cassava for lunch. Cassava for dinner. Sweet potato in the morning. Sweet potato for lunch. Sweet potato for dinner. You can't pray for that job. As ask for me, I go for any interview and I pass. Hey. You need to pray. Otherwise, you'll be duped on your day of unveiling. Don't take things for granted, church pray. Hallelujah. Every affair of your life, pray. Your academics, pray. Do what I have told you. This brother will pray. He so said, Lord, show me exam. Show me exam, Lord, show me. So in Ephesians chapter three twenty, 20, the Bible says, New International Version, God is able. Somebody say, God is able. 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 Since God is able to do Im- immeasurably. What does immeasurably mean? It says it cannot be calculated. It cannot be estimated. It is massive. You know You know what massive is? Massive. Says God is able to do massively in a way that it cannot be estimated. In a way that it cannot be calculated. In a way That nobody can understand is God is able to do massively more than all we ask. Do you know what asking is? It's a requesting. It means you come. And we request in prayer. We ask in prayer. So he says more than we ask. Or imagine. Now, today I'm breaking the words. You know what imagining is? Imagining is picturing something you picture him driving a car and the car you picture driving, it's Axio. And then Paul says, he is able to do more than Axio and bring you a Range Rover. You know, people can buy a Range Rover with uh, 400 bucks or 400,000 or sometimes even for free. Mm -hmm. For free. There's a brother, I think, I, I don't know if it's in Kansas or somewhere. He really wanted to buy a certain type of car. His money was not enough. And the first time he went to try, the people said, No, 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 we are looking for this amount of money. And Inakala, <laughs> <laughs> That
1: for this uh,
0: is for so and so. If you don't sell it for him, Mataya Aola, Injini, Inokola, Dibaji, Timbi, until you release him. If I'm not wrong, I think he released
1: the with about 400,000. If I'm not wrong.
0: The person called from UK, or oh, not here. He called from wherever he was in the world and he said, Hey, I wanna jabajamukaizuna, tengana awana, tengana, tengana. And the guy called prayer. Amen. He is able to do envisaging, envisioning, every be We can't see anything. All we see is jinangwa. That's what we see. What do you see in your life, Kasam? What do you see in your life, Chihuahuana? What do you see in your life today? What do you see in your life, Gazota? What do you see in your life, well, That's all you see. You can, you, you can see that your life can turn out good. The Bible says, Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. says, More than we can imagine, more than we can visualize more than we can picture, more than we can conceive. And you know what the Bible says? According to his power that is at work within us. So the power is already within us. Everybody close your eyes. Close your eyes. Just close your eyes. I want you to see. I want you to see what God is able to do. Faith has a close. Close your eyes. And I just want you to say a prayer and say, Lord, right now, this is how I see my This is how I see you do something. Say a prayer. Just say a prayer. And say, Lord, you are able to do more than what I'm seeing right now. You are able to do more than what I'm picturing right now. You are able to do more than what I'm envisaging right now. The challenge is that you have gone through too much disappointment and you think God cannot do it. Open your eyes. Hallelujah. God is able to do more than what you just saw right now. Hallelujah. God is able to do it. Hallelujah. The Bible says God is able to do in and with your life what he is able to do in and with your life cannot be measured. The challenge is that people have given you so many measurements. They have told you you can only eat this, you can't eat that. You can only do this, you can't do that. Um, There's another sister. She only had secretarial certificate from Polytechnic. In those days when they were offering a course in secretarial, that's what she had. You know her next degree? She had a master's degree from Brandeis University in the United States of America. She saw, she saw something one day and she just said, I'm going to write. So she wrote. And, and, and uh, qualification, secretary. Certificate in secretarial job. And the people were shocked. They called her and said, uh, was the application for me? <laughs> says, yes, that's fine. She <laughs> like, it was fine. She says, no, but this is a master's in development studies. And you say you did secretarial. She says, yes, I did secretarial. So where have been, your job? I've been working as a secretary. So, 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 what made you apply for this master's thesis? Because I know I can do it. I am more than capable to do that. It's just that I haven't been given an opportunity. They offered her a full scholarship. Because they said, Timoni <laughs> Right now, as I speak to you, she's worked with organizations like DFID. She's now working with the African Development Bank. She's lived in Tunisia. She was in Rwanda. As I speak right now, she is okay. She goes and meet presidents and presidents have to negotiate with her the money that African Development Bank has to give to their country. She's Malawi. Secretary. And all you see
1: is school. And all you see is, uh, is, uh, is what? See, see? <laughs> all you see it's valid. It's valid. <laughs>
0: All you see is, uh, is uh, that place. You go, you go, uh, go, <laughs> go, God can take you to Massachusetts. <laughs> MIT. <laughs>
1: you
0: can go, tell me, listen to me. Oh. You can go to the best art school in the world. And people say, <laughs> God is able to do these things. God is, God is able to do things you cannot imagine. I'm telling you. Amen. But I need to be a man or woman or oh, prayer.
1: Amen.
0: And prayer, prayer waga is known. They must and I will reset. That's what I want. I want to see how it looks like. Amen. God is able to. The things that God is able to do in your life cannot be calculated, cannot be estimated by anyone. And the Bible says the power to enable him to do this in your life is already at work in your life. You can say, heal me, O oh Lord, and I'll be healed. Deliver me, O oh Lord, and I'll be delivered. That's exactly what happened in Acts chapter 12. To the extent that when God answered the prayer, they themselves could not believe it the best they could tell Rhoda was to say lord you are out of your mind because it was too much too much or too much of excess love you have said you had that story so it was too much the, the best thing they could tell Rhoda was to say lord tikamaji ni if you have anzapo I ku bwembera kudambiya kuti chozizwa to bwembera banopa kudambiya kuti chozizwa Deliver him, Lord. Deliver him, and God listens to that prayer. Sends an angel. The angel wakes him up, takes him out. They change form. They go through the doorpost, and the guards don't do anything to them until after the angel leaves. Peter himself says, "Ah, it's a reality. It's not a dream." And he goes to knock, and the people say, "Come in, And God do something in your life. So Hallelujah. He is able to do that. But you know what? The miracle, what I believe is that, that miracle left a mark in Rhoda's life. Very likely forever. Amen. Very likely. That when she also. She she, she was like, what? Can God do this? And then, they come in, and later on, they said, no, okay, Rhoda, I think we've changed. It's not madness, but I think it is his angel. It's his angel. It can't be. You know, like people meet you in two years from now, or one year from now, or even, you know, God can do something within 24 hours. You do know that? Within 24 hours, faith, mm-hmm. your life can change just like that. Within 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Things that you applied for, girl, you get shocked, you know. Kaladahi, I'm mm-hmm. 17 September, you figure within 24 hours. And you just discover faith what I was you mm-hmm. Say amen.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> within 24 hours, your life. Within 24. God is able to do these things. Then when people see you, they say, okay, is it MRC or the angel of MS? And we you know what the women that men Is it you or your angel? And he said, It's me. It's me because my God, it's me. You know? So what happens is the Lord. The Lord. Right. Hallelujah. Yeah. But and, and and you know that kind when God does these kind of things. What happens is that every unbelief evaporates. Because one of the things we struggle with is unbelief. Yes. The thing that is made in the know I will say, But you know, these kind of things, you come to the point, when God does a thing like that, you cry like the father of that young man, saying, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief, help my Hebrews 11 6 says that without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. What well, the Bible says that you must believe that God is real. Somebody say amen. You must believe that God exists. Amen. You must believe that he holds the whole world in his hands. You must believe that nothing is impossible with God. You must believe that without him you can do nothing. You must believe that he rewards those who earnestly and sincerely seek him. Believe. 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 Hallelujah. The Message Bible defines faith like this. It says the fundamental Fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can see. The fact of faith is what distinguished our ancestors, set them above the crowd. So let me try to break it down. This is how I would put it. He says, "The important and ultimate fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith, is the secure and well-founded foundation under everything that makes life worth living." Your pastor is saying. Life is not worth living without faith. Hallelujah. Life is not worth living without faith. He it says it's the handle. You know what a handle is? It's this one. He says this, this faith is the handle of what I can see. So the only thing you can hold on to in order for you to have that door open is called faith. In order for you to have the miracle, it's God's faith. In order for you to have the breakthrough, is God's faith. In order for you to see the unimaginable, the unthinkable, the incalculable, everything you have never seen before. The picture you saw is the thing God's faith. And God says, I'm giving you a handle. The handle is God's faith. And He said, that thing is what distinguished. Our ancestors from the crowd. The thing that would distinguish you from everyone else is faith. I, I want to tell you something. You may you may struggle maybe with fees and other things, but you know what God does? God can be opening a door for you every minute you are about to base your God is able to do this thing. People, people crying for you. You say business. Eh? It's it's called faith. Faith is real. Faith is real. It is the reality of what we hope for. The evidence of things we can see. Several people in the Bible are recorded and mentioned to have done the unimaginable, the incredible, the inconceivable, the unbelievable, the unthinkable, the indescribable, the unreadable, The mind-boggling things they are mentioned in the Bible because they combine prayer with faith. Let me give you examples. Hebrews chapter 11, and we're going to go through it very quickly. And I'm reading New Living Translation. It says, by faith we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. That what we see did not come from anything that can be seen. So the flowers we see, by faith we understand that those flowers didn't come from something that we see, God commanded. By faith, we understand that this entire universe, this whole Malawi, everything else that we see today came at God's command. By faith we understand that. And we acknowledge that anything we see today didn't come from anything that can be seen. We understand, because the ultimate fact of existence is this faith, this trust in God. So let's begin. Because of that, because Abel understood this issue, that the ultimate fact of existence is this trust in God, and it is a secure and well-founded foundation that makes anything worth living, the Bible says, on the basis of that, Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. The, the, you people say, I mean I'm going to It's because they don't know what handle you have heard. It's because you know that the well-founded, the the, the only admit fact of existence is this trust in God. This faith in God. Which is established on a well founded, secure foundation. That when things are not looking okay, you get money, you get a salary, and you calculate everything, you say, I think what I have to do is let me take the tithe to greet Central guy. But you say, you know what? For me, I know that the ultimate fact of existence is this trust in God, this faith, which is a well founded and secure foundation. That makes everything, that makes that makes everything, that makes life worth living. Be it, I'm giving you the tithe. Let's see what God is gonna do. And the Bible says that. It says epic gift, offering, gave evidence that he was a righteous man. And God showed his approval of his gifts. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by this example of faith. Mm -hmm. Number four. Two. It was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. Ah, what a way to go. Mm-hmm. Osapha Osapha. And the Bible says he disappeared. And that's what? He didn't disappear. The Bible says he disappears because God took him. For before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. Why? Because he understood. That the ultimate fact of existence is this trust in God, this faith, which is the secure and well-founded foundation that makes everything, that makes life worth living. Enoch understood that. And God says, come on. And on the basis of that, he says, it is impossible to please God. So it's building on Enoch. It says because Enoch pleased God. So he says it's impossible to please God with that faith, and anyone who wants to come to god must believe that god exists don't say in
1: mm-hmm.
0: So he says, because of that, he rewards them who sincerely seek him. God does these things. Hallelujah. Says in verse 7, it was by faith that Noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood. Do you know you can save your family from coronavirus by faith? says, I'm waiting The ultimate fact that makes life worth living is this trust, this faith in God, which is built on a well-founded and secure foundation. That makes life worth living. Without this God, life is not worth living. Hallelujah! Since he obeyed God, who warned him about things he had never that had never happened before. By faith, Noah condemned the rest of the world. And he received the righteousness that comes by faith. Faith is what will make you obey God, even though things that He is saying have never happened before. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. Just say, I trust God. Life is not worth living without this God, and He is going to do this thing. And God is going to do amazing things in your lives, and in you know, faith. Even when fear comes to knock on the door, because of faith, you go and open the door. Hallelujah! Because a lot of the things we fear are not real. They are a lot of our imaginations. Hallelujah. By faith, he says, it was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave his home.
1: To leave home
0: and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. Faith. He just left. And when he reached the land God promised him. He lived there by faith. For he was like a foreigner, living in tents, and so did Isaac and Jacob, who inherited the same promise. Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations, a city designed and built by God. Hallelujah. I don't know what you're looking forward to. But the Bible says there is a city that God designed. There is a city That God did the foundations. There is a city that was built by God. And Abraham was looking forward to that city. Hallelujah. To that city. To that city. And, And he says, God, I will obey you. Because faith, you know what faith does? Faith can be passed on to your children and your descendants. Faith. Faith can be passed on. I believe when Rhoda saw what she saw and she got married, I'm very sure she passed on to his children, to her children. And she said, anayin, anayin. There was a day when Peter was arrested and I was there in the house of the mother of John Mark. And they, and they were praying. I was just a maid. You know what the Bible says, a maid, when she told I was just a maid. And Peter came and I saw God answering prayer. And this one, there's absolutely no way God cannot do it. And people begin to think you are crazy. I pray God should reveal Himself to you guys that Mukalama Kumamakana And I know God will do it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And you pass it on to your descendants. Number 11, verse 11. He knows by faith that even Sarah. Was able to have a child even though she was barren and too old. Two problems barren too old. She is beyond menopause, too old, and she is barren. She is barren, but the Bible says she believed that God would keep his promise, and so a whole nation came from this one man who was a good, who was as good as dead. Your marriage is as good as dead. Your career is as good as dead. Your finances are as good as dead. Everything around your life is as good as dead. But you say, I'll choose to trust God. Amen. It says, a nation, we saw many people that like the stars in the sky and the sun on the seashore, there is no way to count them. You know what happened? In 2019, Israel had a population of over 9 million. Sarah, the barren, the the two old ones. And you know what? How they cannot be counted as stars? Because they are scattered all over the world. I'm only telling you the ones that are in Israel, 2019, 9 million. Imagine, 9 million from one (laughs) woman. Because she believed that God would keep his promise. She believed it. She doubted at some point, but she believed. God is able to give this promise. And today there is a nation over 9 million people 2019. In a, you can jump on a plane and go and see them with your eyes and say, hey, <laughs> 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 this faith is real. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Since the Bible says all these things that's the team, still believe in what God had promised them. They did not receive what was promised but they saw it from a distance. They envisioned it, and they welcomed it. They agreed, they reached the conclusion that there were foreigners and nomads here on earth. Obviously, peoples who say such things are looking forward to a country they can call their own. If they had longed for the country they came from, they could have gone back. But they were looking for a better place, a heavenly homeland. That is why God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he has prepared a city for them. Imagine God not being ashamed to call himself. Mimi's is God. Mm-hmm. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Mm-hmm. And God says, because you have said so, Jesus, I am not ashamed to call myself your God. Mm-hmm. And not only your God, but your children's God their children's children's God and descendants and generations will come to the point that one day when Laban was chasing Jacob, Jacob eventually told him, I think it was Laban if not Jacob he says, the fear of Isaac. God ended up being called the fear of Isaac. That, that they said, but for the fear of Madaf, you haven't touched me. We know our father, we know our mother, she feared God. Hallelujah. It says he is not a Verse 17. It was by faith that Abraham offered Isaac as a sacrifice when God was testing him. Abraham, who had received God's promises, was ready to sacrifice his only son, Isaac. Even though God had told him, Isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted. Abraham reasoned that if Isaac died, God was able to bring him back to life again. And in a sense, Abraham did receive his son bride from the dead. You know what? Your faith will surely be tested, but the testing builds and brings character. Your faith will be tested, but people will be saying, what? My wife and I visited some else last week, and we were shocked. The testimony is that this woman was sharing with us. Shocking, shocking, shocking. She's not working. She got retrenched in 2014. They made her redundant in 2014. Twenty fourteen. She has not been working to this day. But she's paying fees for kids in colleges, in schools, and she's disabled. She's disabled. And she says, every time when fees has to be paid, I tell God, God, I stand up for this. you better pray. And says, there are days I've had a knock at the door. And somebody opens the door. But the one of the kids goes there and says, Am I Ali? And she says, Am I Ali? Say, Ali. Uh, and the money they pay is exact. And others actually literally come and say, No, if I am, to we need it in three months time. But we felt that we should come and pay now. And the money they give is exactly the fees. And her and the kids she's raising, she is raising champions of faith. They're not moved. Not moved, not shaken. One time the house got bent, but only God bent on the sitting room. They were sleeping. It only got burnt on the sitting room. No fire went to the bedrooms. None. No fire went to the bedrooms. You come in there, you only see the sitting room, at the dining room, at the sitting room. The, only the sitting there is, is, is burnt. But you open the door, go to the other side. It's all intact. The house only got burnt there. Nowhere else. God preserved their lives. Hallelujah. Verse 20. He was my faith that Isaac promise blessings to the future, for the future of his sons, Jacob and Esau. You can promise blessings for the, your descendants. Mm-hmm. And you can begin to declare the of Allah. you'll be blessed. You'll be like an olive garden. Nations will come to you. Nations will do this. And you don't know what you're as if you don't know what you're saying. Hey, the Lord will do my things. Listen to me, Nico. As for you, hey, prophet said, the one woman can't even compare. <laughs> hey, and you he declare. You can declare these things. You can declare them. Hallelujah. Since he promised blessings. And it wasn't God Isaac. I was telling Jacob and Lisa. I am promising you blessings. Verse 21. It was by faith that Jacob, when he was old and dying, blessed each one of Joseph's sons and bowed in worship as he laid on his staff. By faith. 22. It was by faith that Joseph, when he was about to die, said confidently that the people of Israel would leave Egypt. Well, you are about to die. And you are telling people, You know what is? is lightening. So you were telling people, saying like, I'm telling you, let the lightning come and kill me on What I'm saying is true. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to tell you today, <laughs> 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 is able to bless you. Hallelujah. <laughs> And you carried him or her for nine months, and he said, Wanga, manna, wanga, <laughs> and then a little, a little manna, no. So, I over, the Lord has used for him or her. And may God open your eyes, he can
1: say,
0: Parishina mm. Parishina mm. mm. mm.
1: mm.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what? Mary kept the issues in our heart. In
1: Jesus'
0: mouth, i Come on you, you. You.
1: But I'm not going to
0: of sin. He thought it was better to suffer for the sake of Christ than to own the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking ahead to his great reward. I don't know what you are looking ahead to. It was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He kept right going, because he kept his eyes on the one who is invisible. It was by faith that Moses Commanded the people of Israel to keep the Passover and to sprinkle blood on the doorposts, so that the angel of death would not kill their firstborn sons by faith. It was by faith. Twenty-nine. That the people of Israel went right through the Red Sea as though they were on dry ground, but when the Egyptians tried to follow, they were all drowned. This there's a young lady, she's now They called Kori Temple, where she was a Jew and they were taken to a concentration camp and she was hiding her Bible and she said, Lord, as I came before the guards and they're searching everyone else, I am praying that I'll be invisible. <laughs> and you know what, the guards came, searched the, uh, the people uh, the, the people in front of her, and she went through. And the person behind. And then she comes to the next one. These now, these were female guards. And they were slapping the women naked. And says, Lord, because you hid me there, I also am declaring that I will be invisible. They are not seeing me. And she gets there and every woman is stripped of her clothes. And she goes through invisible.
1: And she goes inside
0: you can say, Lord, my children. Invisible corona. Invisible. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> the, they marched through drama. The Egyptians tried to do drama. It was by faith that the people of Israel marched around Jericho for seven days. And the walls came crashing down. That for seven days you just say, Oh, Pamene, well, I am Babu Lambida. Utsiga, we Uti And you're singing that song for one hour for seven days. One hour for seven days. Mugan, we go and do him. Utsi, the following day. Pamene, well, I am Babu Lambida. Utsiga, we Oh, Baba, oh. Lady Ray, Lady Ray, Baba. I don't know what I'm going Baba do. Seven days. I'm teaching you crazy things today. Eh? But you know these things I'm saying they are real. Linda, do you want to give them your testimony? Do you mind? You do, do you mind or you don't mind? You don't mind. Come and tell them what happened. I want, to, I want you to hear what that did. He told God, so I'm not gonna tell you. I, I, I want you to hear, me, I'll go and sit down to you. you what hear what he, what he did. <laughs> tell him, let them hear. I'm sorry I didn't tell, God tell him, but <laughs> you appear on Facebook, so. uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh,
1: on one of our, on one of my practice flights, When I arrived at the airport, another student had come in, and he says, um, he tells me, linger when you're flying, you know, watch out, it's bad, the wind is worse, taking off was a problem, landing was a problem, even our lessons, even our lessons had problems as well. So I was, I was terrified, you know, I hadn't flown in a long time. So I decided, God, help me through this, help me through this flight, you know. I read, I read the Bible. It says that you answer prayer, so I'm going to, I'm going to trust you for this flight and see what happens. And I just kept holding on to that thing, holding on to that, trusting for this one and see what happens. Trusting for this one and see what happens. Trusting for this one and see what happens. When we went through, despite, despite all the winds, all the problems I went through, my lesson was fine. My lesson was fine, God had come through for me and I decided to write that down in my book saying on this day, this much of this day of August, God came through for me. The next lesson, there were problems as well. You know, there were lots of planes arriving, there was lots of wind, lots, it was a very busy situation. And so I decided, you know what God, you did this, you did it that day. I'm going to trust you again for this day. And, and God came through. And then I decided, you know, maybe, maybe those the first two were just, I don't know, mistakes, flukes, you know, random things that happened. So, for the third time, to, just to make sure that this is the thing that happens, I'm, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you the third time and see what happens. And God came through. So, I've, it's something that I've written down in my notes that on these three days, I decided to trust God and, and he came through. Amen.
0: When I say close, you close. When I say pray, you pray. And the prayer, don't worry. Even if they hear don't worry.